The following program is brought to you by the 511 Media Group. This program is available on iTunes, Spotify, the 511 Media Group YouTube channel, and 511mediagroup.com. What is going on, Spook Ghouls and Witches? Merry Christmas. Uh, we're back with another final, not final, we have one more one more bonus episode, I think. Uh, we're back with our second-to-last bonus episode of the month. Uh, we hope that you are having a safe and happy holiday. Uh, and we're going to get into the spirit by talking about some Christmas folklore that we've found and uh, explored. Yeah, so the first one we're going to talk about today is Krampus. Big Daddy Krampus. Yeah, I feel like everyone's (laughs) heard of Krampus before. (laughs) Well, it's gotten really popular since the movie came out. Yeah. And I think everyone was a little shook at how good it was, because none of us were expecting an evil Santa movie to be good. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, I didn't see that movie. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I haven't gotten around to seeing the movie. It's so good. I think it's on Hulu right now, if if I... I'm correct. I think it's on Hulu, okay. but it's it's good. You should you should watch it with your friends tomorrow. Okay, <laughs> Around Christmas. I don't I don't know what you're into. I mean, we watch Happy Christmas movies. Some people might watch Krampus movies. I don't know. Always, <laughs> there's always a chance to change it up. <laughs> yeah, you throw in a throw in a scary one in there. Yeah. So to start off, I'm gonna just give a small details about Krampus and I really hope we didn't use the same website again I don't think that'd be really awkward (laughs) (laughs) so Krampus is a central European legend of a half goat half demon monster that punishes misbehaving children Christmas time I don't know it sounds pretty similar so far are you copying me I think think you're copying me I don't know (laughs) so Krampus is believed to be originated from Germany and his name is derived from the German word Krampen meaning claw I, I mean, I don't really, <laughs> I don't get how that one translates into an evil Christmas man, but yeah, I'm, he does have like kind of long nails, but they're not like, like Slenderman claws, you know what I'm saying? Slenderman had claws. Well, what? they're like long fingers, like the salad yeah. fingers guy yeah. kind of. Or uh, the bell dom. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, I mean, they're long nails, but I don't know what claw, I, I would think more like horn or something would make more sense. Yeah, or goat, Any anything that's Anything more- not... Claws. Yeah. Like, they didn't really describe him as having claws. It doesn't really have anything to do with his story, but... (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Krampus was actually thought to have been a part of pagan rituals for winter solstice time. According to the legend, he is the son of hell, Norse god of the underworld. Within the spread of Christianity, Krampus became associated with Christmas, despite efforts by the Catholic Church to ban him. They didn't like him. Yeah. He was a pan all over again. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. While St. Nicholas rewards nice children, Krampus beats the naughty children with branches and sticks. In some cases, it says he eats children and drags them to hell. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is that the end of yours? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So uh, he comes on December 5th, which is the St. Nicholas Day, which I honestly forgot. I loved St. Nicholas Day because my mom would just put candy. Oh. Sorry for young viewers. My mom would put candy in my boots and I would be so excited in the morning. And I was always nervous that it was going to be cold. Always nervous. <laughs> I wasn't the best child for my mom when I was that Sometimes age. Sometimes I did get candy that was disguised as cold, like the little cold like, gum. Oh, yeah, like kind of like, like yeah. cold nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they call this Krampus Nosh, which is Krampus Night. And German, I think I'm not. I'm not German, so I'm butchering everything I'm Krampus saying. Krampus Nuss. Um, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, he leaves the good the good kids presents, and then Krampus comes and just beats the naughty kids with sticks. <laughs> 
do you get to keep the sticks after I like sticks? Like if it breaks, like yeah. a like a yeah. present, like hey, my stick broke. You get to keep it. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats on breaking my stick, man. <laughs> Got a nice hiney there. Um, in some cases, he said to eat them or take them to hell, as you said. Um, so on December sixth, the kids would either wake up to presents from Saint Nicholas or to heal their injuries from Krampus just beating the daylight out of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this got kind of insane in Europe. Um, on December 6th, kids wake, or I said that already, adults also dress up to scare their children as if that's not horrifying enough. Um, <laughs> and there's these cards that depict Krampus stuffing children into a satchel or preparing to hit him with a bundle of birch sticks. And they also depicted him carrying them off in his bag or away in chains. And in some, he's also seen proposing to women. Oh, that that's interesting. I didn't see that part. I, you know, I don't know. Is there a reasoning behind? I think it's the ones with like daddy issues <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that are into yeah. it. Like, oh, yeah, and I can I can get with it. <laughs> Um, and he, so in some, he's also portrayed as a large woman whipping tiny men with birch sticks and carrying them in a satchel. Okay. Um, and in another, a woman is dangling Krampus, a defeated Krampus. So she just, I don't know, kicked his ass or something and, um, holding sticks behind her back. I like that one. I definitely like that one. <laughs> uh, and no one knew much of Krampus until 2004 when the designer, Monty Bachman, published a book of Krampus cards and organized an art show based on them. And it's not to say that he was solely responsible for introducing Krampus to the United States, but there's a lot of merch that came out after that. And then, as we mentioned before, the movie was made in 2015. So that kind of was when I started hearing about Krampus because I don't pay attention to the fashion world. Um, and I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was going to be stupid. I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, there's an annual parade that brings back an old tradition. So people dress up as Krampus and the parade is meant to disperse winter's ghosts. Okay. That's, that's interesting. It kind of reminds me of like the old ways of Halloween to dress up to scare away demons and whatnot. Yeah. And it's, you. I don't, I don't know why anyone would want to come back in the winter time, but you know, <laughs> ghosts got to come back sometime, I yeah. guess. <laughs> Um, but that's all I had on that. There's just a lot of people dressing up at parades and, um, like doing a, a Krampus walk and just marching around town in Krampus yeah. attire. I mean, Seems it's like just a like, whole festival it's for like, them. It's like the Santa 5Ks they have on Christmas and yeah. they drink beer after, but like horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, a festival, but give it a little demonic twist <laughs> yeah uh but that's all i had on krampus because his story is pretty self-explanatory um yeah. he's just a demonic man who punishes bad children because someone's got to do it yeah I, <laughs> I mean i guess that's the way to do it if you want to do it that way at least at least your parents aren't the bad guy yeah it's this half goat <laughs> half demon guy that'll definitely whip someone in the shape real yeah. quick like okay learn my lesson never talking back again Man, i thought mom's spoon was bad <laughs> <laughs> so the next one i'm going to talk about is about gryla which is a icelandic legend and it's said that in the 1600s, little Icelandic boys and girls heard of a woman named Gryla who lived in the mountains with her aging husband and 13 sons called the Yule Lads. Oh my God, I want to talk about them too. And they also had a giant black cat. So the Yule Lads actually had some very interesting names. I loved it. So their names as follows, Sheepgoat Claude, Gullyguak, Stubby, Spoonlicker, Potscraper, 
Bowl Licker, Door Slammer, Skeer Gobbler, Sausage Swiper, Window Peeper, Door Sniffer, Meat Hook, and Candle Beggar. I got Candle Stealer from an Icelandic website. I saw Candle Beggar and I was like, hmm, somebody's lying. <laughs> but yeah, I have all this written down too. Yeah, either way, interesting names. I want to pick that for my 13 children. But, yeah. But she chose that. <laughs> she was just upset. Yeah. She's like, God, I have 13 I got to get you something to do. Yeah. <laughs> so Gryla was said to be a half ogre, half troll, and had hooves and horns and 15 tails with large warts upon her nose. It also has said that she's also a witch. Just depends on which resource you're reading. Man, I would hate to be that woman. Who, yeah. Who could take care of 15 tails? That's Imagine putting on pants. I One's mean, gonna get stuck. I would just wear a really long maxi skirt at that point. <laughs> You'd gotta like cut a slit for your tails or something. Yeah. You're gonna have to flash it's somebody. Like a peacock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, since Gryla's family lived in the mountains, they didn't have many dinner options, so she would send her Yule lads into town to snatch unruly children and bring them back to bake them into a stew for a nice Christmas dinner. So unlike Krampus, she just sent her kids out and ate them in a stew. Got to make it a little more fashionable than just dragging them to hell. I wonder if she ties into the Hansel and Gretel uh, folklore oh. at all, you know, because like she like kind of cooks them. But I mean, yeah. she doesn't have 13 children or tails, but yeah. she's an ugly witch that steals children and then eats them. Yeah. <laughs> Can't feed her own children, but, you know, yeah, <laughs> might as well eat some. This is a pretty old legend so by 1746 icelandic children were so terrified of being eaten by gryla it resulted in them never leaving their homes and the government put a ban on using gryla as an intimidation tactic which after that they said gryla changed her ways and now she gives gifts to the children yeah i saw this as like a um i read a little bit after getting to know all the lads and they said that it was so scary to children that they were like, we got to stop. Like, we're traumatizing our children. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I thought some half ogre, half I, I'd be thing. more afraid of Krampus than I would be of this woman. Ryla, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she probably looks... I could probably, I, I mean, like, she probably clean her house. Look, yeah. <laughs> like, you want to take me? Um, How about instead of eating me, I will do your dishes. I'll go get you bread. It's fine. I'll be the 14th Yule lad. <laughs> It's fine. I'll get you food. Just, yeah. You know, uh, no one's got to be hurt. Yeah. <laughs> this is a peaceful town. Let's not <laughs> eat children. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I feel like I should probably talk about the Ulads next, even though that's not who I had, just to kind of follow up on that. Uh, so these guys would come down starting on the 12th, kind of like St. Nicholas, but they came every day up until, uh, Christmas Eve. Cause then, you know, Santa's got his thing so to do. So they did like a two week bender of just... Yeah, so the first one that came was obviously the sheep cock lad, and he would harass sheep. Don't know what he brings to the table. He, I read that he also like steals you, for some reason. Um, a lot of them are weird. <laughs> Gully gawk, uh, he hides in gullies waiting to steal cow milk. Uh, stubby dwarf, or stubby is a dwarf basically. He steals uh, pants to eat the crumbs off of them. <laughs> Okay, okay. That, I don't know how they stay, but... That's an interesting one, because I, I mean, if he's stealing pants to eat the crumbs off, after you take the pants, they would 
fall whatever you go I stubby don't, i don't know it's a <laughs> crust and i don't i don't know stubby's got some issues uh and then you got spoon licker who steals a specific type of wooden spoon to lick and he's very malnourished which obviously i can see why <laughs> they're eating scraps <laughs> uh then you got pot licker who steals leftovers from pots um, I don't know why, but I was thinking of a vase and I was like, why is this, why are people putting their food in vases? <laughs> That's what I was picturing when I read this. Uh, and then we got bowl liquor who waits under bed for people to put their bowls down and then he takes the bowls. Um, then you got door slammer who likes to slam doors, especially at night. Sounds like a ghost. <laughs> I'd be so mad if I woke up and be like, dude, can you stop? I'm like, what do you want? <laughs> Come back in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then we got Scare Gobbler, who had an affinity for the food scare, which is some kind of Icelandic, um, like yogurt, cheese, dairy product. It's very strange, but Icelandic dairy. It's very popular and apparently very healthy. I had to Google how to say it because okay. I, it was very, it was a word that I did not want to look at. <laughs> um, then we got Sausage Swiper, who hid in rafters to steal smoked sausages from people cooking them. Okay. Which he sounds valuable. He's taking yeah. sausages. Yeah. What is what is door slammer offering? He's just he's just being chaotic. You gonna bring the dust back from the doors that you're slamming? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least sausage swipers bring in something. Like he's like, okay, Gryla, I brought some food. And door slammer's like, yeah, I pissed this kid off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, then we got window peeper who looked in windows to find things that he wanted to steal. So, you know, he could bring back something. I don't know. Uh, then we got doorway, <laughs> doorway sniffer, um, and he had a large nose and had a smell for this word I can't pronounce, but I'm gonna say the English, uh, ignorant version, <laughs> love for brow, brow, um, it's, I, I don't know what it is, I tried googling it, didn't show up, um, so he likes specific food. He's got a man. He's, He's a taste. Picky. He's got taste. Uh, and then we got Meat Hook, who uses a literal hook to steal meat. Uh, he's bringing stuff to the table. Candle Stealer, uh, he follows children to steal their candles. And back when this was going around, uh, candles used to be edible. Made out of How? edible material. What? Yeah. What, what material? So you would <laughs> eat the candles. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I didn't know they were made from anything but wax. But yeah. Uh, they were apparently, um, and he's the last one to come. And then it talked about Grilla, and uh, <laughs> it was said that she abducted bad children, and then her husband is her third husband, I think. Uh, and I don't know how to say his name either because it's got a weird O symbol, and it's like Lepaluau. I don't know. And he's the third father. He isn't really evil. He's just very lazy. I don't know what he he's brings just to the there. table. Yeah, he he's like the dad that just sits drunk on the couch and watches sports all day that's about him that that's him his his kids are causing mayhem his wife is cooking children he's just sitting there he's like okay when's dinner ready don't need to know what's in it though <laughs> i don't even know if he gets up to eat dinner he just sits there man <laughs> uh so basically children leave their shoes in their bedroom window and the yule lads give them sweets and gifts or they will give them rotting potatoes if their behavior was bad um I, I, I wonder why potatoes. I, I don't know. It might just be like the culture. Thing. Yeah. They just might like potatoes like Irish people. <laughs> that sounds like a stereotype. I'm yeah, so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And then with the Christmas cat, so the Christmas cat is Grela's cat. It's a black cat. And it's said that on Christmas Eve, it walks around town and you're supposed to give somebody a new item of clothing. So every person has to get a new piece of clothing. And if they don't, then the cat will eat them. So if you don't give the gift or if you don't receive a new item. Yeah, if you don't get a new piece of clothing, like the, so the how cat's is that your you. fault? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I didn't get a new shirt hey, this year. He doesn't pick favorites, okay? He just does what he's supposed to do. He just he's hungry. This is why there's a b- bad stereotype around black cats. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think this was one of them, but apparently black cats like to eat people on Christmas Eve, so I gotta watch out. Yeah, Daisy's Daisy knows, for you. Daisy knows I'm a little tasty. <laughs> <laughs> Fattened up over the <laughs> quarantine. <laughs> quarantine helped Daisy. <laughs> so the next one I'm going to be talking about, I might be pronouncing this wrong because I am not French, but Paris Futard in France. I it, saw that and it was yeah. too hard to pronounce, so I didn't yeah. want to do it. Uh, it sounded interesting, <laughs> so I was like, you know what, why not? In France, it is uh, Pre-Noel who distributes gifts to good children on St. Nicholas Day on December 5th. Pre-Noel is traditionally accompanied by Pre-Futard since the Middle Ages, making him a part of a long tradition. In the past, children that children told Futard would punish them by spanking them, while Pri Noel would reward good children with candy or a gift. Why can't, why is it always going to be a spanking? Why yeah. can't it just be like tie them up and wait for the parents to find them in the morning or something? Like why <laughs> do they got to give them a bad? Why do they got to beat them up? Yeah, <laughs> like you don't have to. Hurt I mean, unless them. the kids like killing animals yeah. and stuffing you know, it's them not or Jeffrey something. Dahmer like, every time. <laughs> like why? Why? Like if the kid just like shoved a kid at school, why has he got to get beaten? Yeah. <laughs> Like poor Jimmy. So Pere Futard's story actually dates back to the 4th century and represents both evil and mercy. According to the legend, Futard is the butcher in the legend of St. Nicholas and the three boys. Among many miracles in St. Nicholas is the story of him bringing three murdered boys back to life whom were killed by a wicked butcher. The story goes that three boys became lost while wandering the fields and found a butcher's shop and went there for help and shelter for the night. The butcher then invites the boys in, but instead of giving them shelter and food, the butcher kills the boys, hacks their bodies, and throws the pieces into a barrel of brine along with a butchered pig he was preserving. Preserving. There we go. Good job. I I can't speak today. It was a long day. (laughs) Persevering. (laughs) He was persevering it. (laughs) His intention was to increase profit by selling the boys' remains as pork. Sometime after putting the boys into this barrel, St. Nicholas appears and knocks on his door, revived the boys, and the butcher felt remorse and chose to repent by working alongside with St. Nicholas. Now, if I was St. Nicholas, I would not trust this guy. I'd be like, no, you're not going to come along with my journey. What if you kill some other kids? Yeah, I saw this story before I uh, I did some research on this next one. I don't know why it was the intro, but uh, it said that a pope brought him back to life. Somehow, not. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I. When I was reading, it said that the story goes along with like Christian ideologies. Maybe I think that's. It'd probably be Catholic. Yeah, in France. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. I. Gross. (laughs) Yeah, I think one website said that Saint Nicholas was a representation of God. 
helping people repent for their sins. Mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat, yeah. I guess. I mean, I I wouldn't if I if I came across a butcher that killed three boys and I'm like, okay, bye. Not not dealing with that one. <laughs> Like you know, let it let it, the big guy sort out your yeah, issues. Like, no, <laughs> I don't got time for this. Yeah. I don't get paid enough for this. I'm like I have presents I got, to I drop got off. Candy to deliver. All right, yeah. buddy. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna bring around bigger fish to fry. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> greater good. You're yeah. not you're not coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the last one I have is uh, Han Hans Trap, and he is referred to as the Christmas Scarecrow. Uh, he was a rich and powerful, merciless man who was feared in the 1400s by his town. Um, his thirst for power was so great that he was said to make deals with the devil to enhance his power and status. And the Pope was not having any of it. And he excommunicated Trap and was and he was banished from the town he was in. And he lost everything. He lost all of his land, his wealth, everything he basically traded his soul for was gone. Um, he went to live in the mountains in Bavaria, Germany, and, uh, his evil desires continued to fester. And then he started desiring human flesh. I don't know why this always happens. <laughs> I don't know what the mountains gives you the idea to eat someone. It's always the mountains. It it's is. never anywhere else. It's the, it's, it's the basis of a Wendigo story. It's a, it's just, it's horrible. And there's like that really famous story about the hiker who ate his friends, Gross. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Go go kill a squirrel or something. Yeah. Uh, there's so Circle many, of life. There's so many things around you that people have hunted for people food. People eat bark, okay? <laughs> yeah. You could eat bark. You could eat anything almost, as long as you know it's not going to kill you. Just don't eat berries, because you don't know the difference. Just eat yeah. anything except poisonous berries and people. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a pretty easy yeah. standard to set in like, the mountains. <laughs> I, I don't... I don't like when I see roadkill. It makes me cry. But if you have the option between a squirrel and your best friend, I'm, you should do the squirrel. <laughs> Burn some leaves. I don't know. Yeah, Just anything else. Sort your priorities <laughs> out, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I, I fish are friends, not food. Yeah. Okay, we don't we don't gotta eat our friends. Um, so he then went to dress as a scarecrow to disguise himself, and he waited on back roads for a victim. And finally, a little shepherd's boy, he was 10 years old, came along, and he stabbed him with a very sharp stick. <laughs> what is with the sticks? I don't know. Um, and he brought him back to his home, where he sliced and roasted the body. But before he could eat, he was struck by a divine lightning and died. <laughs> Well, there's karma. At least he like, <laughs> you know, he was like, yeah, I'm gonna let him do his thing, and then just watch this, watch this. I'm gonna hit him with this. <laughs> they were. It was premeditated. premeditated. Yeah, and you know that guy's got nothing good for him going yeah. down in hell because of all those deals he made. He's got nothing good coming. Yeah. He made the deals. It didn't work out, and then karma came. He's just lucky that he didn't have Satan come get him. That was the only lucky thing yeah. that that guy got. Um, <laughs> so he's considered an anti-Santa because parents wanted to warn naughty children that trapped spirit lingers and they may be visited by the scarecrow if they don't mend their ways and become good people. So another scare tactic. Yes. All of it scare tactics. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, Santa Claus is also a type of scare tactic, but it's not he horrifying. He sees you when you're sleeping. No, he's just a creeper. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Allen, though. Tim Allen, I would be happy with that Santa Claus. But You wake up one day like at 
four in the morning, you see Tim Allen in your window just watching you. I mean, I'd be a little weirded out, but I'd be like, like hey, sup, hey, Santa. Hey, Tim. <laughs> sup, Santa. <laughs> yeah. am, I on the, am I on the good list this year? <laughs> like, please tell me I'm not on the naughty list. I don't want to be hit with a stick. <laughs> uh, so he was believed to be inspired by a real man named Hans von Trotha. He was a knight in the 14 to 1500s. Uh, he has a long story. I didn't feel like diving into it. It doesn't really matter for our scarecrow. Uh, they had, they lived a very similar lifestyle. He did get, um, he was a very rich and powerful man. And they followed similar path lines except the eating children part. I don't think that happened with our good old Hans. I hope not. <laughs> uh, but he was excommunicated. And um, this was really popular in France. And it still continues to be. So, you know, there's a lot of anti-Santas. I think kids are safer just believing in Santa. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they don't really need a whole other character to be like, hey, if you are bad this year, this guy's going to come instead of Santa. Yeah, we just got Elf on the shelf. Like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Scary. But there are some Elf on the shelf little guys where their eyes move, and that freaks me out. Yeah. I mean... I don't like it, but I'd prefer to show my kid that than like Krampus. I mean, I'm sure one day my kids will watch the movie and be like, oh, mom, what the heck is this? And I'll be like, I don't know. Find out next year. (laughs) (laughs) Go go do something naughty and find out. Yeah. It's a test. Tell me what happens. (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll find out Christmas Eve. I'll see you in the morning. (laughs) Yeah. Good Christmas movie to watch. (laughs) Exactly. Perfect time. Christmas story for the whole family. All right. Well, we will uh, wrap it up here. Um, We hope you have a great time with your family and friends and celebrate with everyone you care about. Um, Thanks for listening and supporting us this far, and we'll see you uh, next week and into the new year.